Hello, this is Ed Hill. Welcome to the Memphis Home Maintenance Show. We're so glad you joined us today. Hope you're inviting others to join us as well. Alright, we've got an exciting show to set up for today. And we're going to call this DIY, like do it yourself. 10 things you can do yourself to help maintain your home. And most of these are actually pretty simple. So let's get to it. My name is Ed Hill. I'm Senior Consultant with Masters Roofing in Memphis, Tennessee. You can reach me at 901-359-4165. I specialize in roof inspections, help with insurance claims, advice about insurance claims, also roof replacement, whether that's through a claim or whether you would like a good old-fashioned bid, we do that as well. Call me at 901-359-4165. All right, as advertised moments ago, DIY, 10 things you can do yourself to maintain your home. Number one, you can learn to paint at your home. Now, I'm not talking about painting portraits, although you could probably do that at your home. I'm talking about if you don't already know how to use a paintbrush and a roller and a tray and all of that, it's very easy to learn how to do this, and you'll get better and better the more you do it. All right, number one is paint. And I'm going to make this very specific. Paint a room. If you've never done this or it's been years since you did it, just pick a room. And I would suggest one room, you know, to start with. The smallest room in your house maybe like a closet. <laughs> or maybe the smallest bedroom or the garage. And you'll, you'll of course, go to probably a hardware store, big box store somewhere and buy your paint. You'll ask the people there what type of, you know, they'll ask you some questions and they'll help you get everything you need for in terms of brushes and rollers and pans and plastic drip cloth and all of that. But uh, just go do it. That's, you know, you can watch something online about how to do it. They can give you tips at the store, but the best way to learn it is open that can of paint and start rolling or brushing. Do that room, and after you've done one, it may be the worst-looking room after you're finished. Probably won't be, but could be, but that's okay. It was a small room. It's in the back of the house somewhere. Nobody sees it, and you can always redo it later, but I'm going to tell you what. It's like Mark Twain said about dogs. The man who's been bitten by a dog knows a thousand percent more about dogs than the man who hasn't been bitten. Same thing here. You're going to make all your mistakes on this one little room, and and you will be you will know how to paint when you're done. So that by the time you do your living room and your kitchen, I mean you're going to be the Michelangelo of interior home painting. So paint a room. Number two. Caulk around your windows. Now, what, what are we talking about, about caulking around the windows? Around the outside, on the outside of your home, around your windows, 
you have, if you look very closely between the siding or the brick, whatever's there, you'll have a, a bead of caulk. It kind of looks sort of like, um, I, I don't know, sort of like rubber or it's just dried looking, but you'll see that around the windows. That keeps air from getting in and out of the house, you know, during the seasons. That has to be kept maintained. And again, you can go to a big box store or a local hardware store. You can speak with those there who are just uh, very knowledgeable about this and tell them what you're going to do. They can recommend the right type of caulk, and there are many types. <clears throat> they can show you um, the caulk gun that you'll need, just a little tool that you put the tube of caulking in and, you know, help squeeze it out and... Uh, you know, once again, you can watch a do-it-yourself video online. It's the same thing. Pick the smallest window, start with the smallest one, get the hang of it, and then caulk your windows. That'll help uh, keep your home comfortable. Uh, it will probably uh, help you manage your power bills better. Number three, and I'm going to put a little asterisk before this. If you have a one-story home, then you might possibly consider, if you're still in good health and able to climb a, a step ladder or a small ladder, possibly you could clean the gutters on your home. Now, if you're not able to do that, or you have uh, two-story gutters here and there on your home, or you're just not good with heights, or this is just not your thing, don't do this. But if you're in reasonably good health, uh, pretty comfortable on a ladder, and it's one story, uh, clean the gutters out. I mean, you could do that by hand. You can use some little, you know, some little scoops to get everything out. You could even install some, some gutter screens over your gutters. Keep your gutters clean because when the gutters overflow, they damage your fascia board. When the fascia board and is damaged, the soffit can be damaged, and then you're off to the races with problems at your home. So keep your gutters clean. It's something that on a one-story home, if you're in reasonably good health, don't have a fear of heights, able to get on a ladder, you probably can do that yourself. And as always, uh, consider using a buddy system. Make sure somebody's out there watching to help you and to steady the ladder. Say, well, I don't have anybody to do that. Team up with a neighbor. Say, hey, help me clean mine and I'll help you clean yours. Uh, don't do that alone. That way, if, if uh, there were to be a fall or something like that, somebody's there to help you. And if you have any doubts about that, don't do it at all. But if you know you can do it and haven't been doing it, that's something you can do yourself. Number four, trim your bushes and tree limbs. Now, why would I bring this up? Well, when the bushes touch your house, especially if you have siding on your home, like a, a fiber-based siding, uh, or wood trim, or if you have uh, tree limbs brushing your fascia board and that kind of thing. Uh, again, it's sort of like the gutter thing. If it involves a ladder and you're in good health, not afraid of heights, and you're very careful and have a buddy helping you, you could probably trim some, some branches away from your home. You could definitely trim the bushes away because these uh, the vegetation transfers moisture to the uh, fascia board, the siding, the trim, and that can cause rot. It obviously can uh, scuff up the pan and all of that and affect your shingles as well. So keep your trees, 
trim back a little bit and your bushes and that will help maintain your home again if you're not comfortable with ladders or cutting devices uh, don't do this yourself obviously you can pay someone to do it but if you if you know you are then you can do it and again highly recommended some type of buddy system with somebody watching and there to help you especially if it involves a ladder all right number five install flooring now the wonderful thing about this is the big box stores and the hardware stores would definitely love to sell you flooring like tile for example to install but they also know that you need to know how to do that so they have clinics on this where you can actually you know sign up they're free and you can learn the the basics of how to install flooring now again this is just like the painting pick a very small room like a closet like a pantry and learn how to do it make your errors in a room like that you know get your get your training in a small area but again, it's the whole thing of the Mark Twain and the Bulldog analogy. The, the man that installs flooring and makes some mistakes is going to know a thousand percent more about flooring than the man who never tries to do it. Just make your mistakes in a hidden area, and it can, they can be corrected anyway. But I'm just saying learn, learn on a small scale, and then when you when you say, you know, I, I think I've got this thing, then you can refloor your whole house if you want to. So install flooring. Number six would be to change your HVAC filters. What is that, Ed? HVAC is a contractor lingo for, um, what is that? He heating, ventilation, and air conditioning. HVAC. Change your HVAC filters uh, probably once a month. It might not have to be done that often, but you should at least check them once a month. Well, Ed, I don't even know where those are. All right, do you know where the, uh, where the little blower unit is that, that makes the air conditioning go through your vents or the heat in the winter go through your vents? That, that little blower unit is usually... Um, located in the furnace what you think of as your furnace that same blower helps push the cool air uh, for your air conditioning in the in the summertime you will have a filter there so well i don't even know what size is written on there and then you just you jot that you know that size down like 14 by 25 by one and on a sheet of paper and just take it to a store and buy you a package of filters you take the old one out you put the new one in and you this has to be done for each blower unit you have so if you have two furnaces you need two filters does that make sense this is really easy any anyone can do this and it will keep your home more comfortable you'll you'll enjoy you know cleaner air and um, it's just a very simple thing. It will protect the, uh, the machinery that keeps you warm in the winter and cool in the summer because it keeps dust out of it and, and purifies the air in your home. So change your HVAC filters. Believe it or not, for those that just don't feel that they're able to do that, like maybe your furnace is in the attic and, and you, you know that you're not going to be able to climb in your attic. I understand. 
um, it's something that you know a teenager in your home can be shown how to do and they can climb up there and take care of that. There are even companies that will put you on a schedule and come by at irregular intervals and change those filters for you. So um, you could even sign up for one of those services, but it's so simple to do yourself. Um, unclogged drains, you can get uh, what's called a plumbing snake at a hardware store. And you could run that down the sink, the bathtub, uh, the toilet. You can unclog those drains yourself. Usually when you're talking about a bathtub or a sink, um, normally that clog is going to be, um, I don't want to get too gross here, but it's going to be like a big ball of hair. And if you can get that, that ball of hair out of there, uh, it's going to drain freely. Something more complex, you probably wouldn't need a plumber, but you could certainly try that, and it will it will probably work for you. All right, um, so you can unclog some drains, or at least attempt to. You know, if you can't make it work, then then get a plumber over there. Number eight, replace faucets. Now, the first thing you need to know about doing that is you better know where the supply line. Uh, cutoff valve is for that kitchen sink faucet and once you know where that is you cut off the water to that faucet and then then turn the faucet on to let anything else out that's there but you know mainly to make sure the water's still not on then you just follow the instructions on the box or the package install it then you cut the supply back on make sure there's no leaks this is really not too complicated um, again, if it's not in your wheelhouse, then a plumber can do that in about five minutes <laughs> because they do it all the time and they know what they're doing. But um, if you're somewhat handy with tools and you can, you can follow simple instructions and you can turn off your supply line, it should be something you can do yourself. Number nine, install blinds. Blinds help uh, not only with privacy, obviously, they beautify your home, but they also help keep the heat out, and that can be um, that can save you some money. So um, you can install blinds, buy them again wherever you want, follow the instructions, and put them up again. If you're not sure, just start with one. Do one blind in one room, and after you say, "Hey, that wasn't too hard," then you can do them in your whole house. You know, after that, there are companies that will that will help you with that over the phone and online. It's, it's not too difficult at all. So install blinds to uh, just maintain the appearance and the livability of your home. Number 10, we're almost done. Emergency leak stoppage. It, for example, once I had a pine tree limb fall on the roof of one of my homes, the first home I ever owned, poked a hole in it. Now, at that time, and this was many, many years ago, I only thing I knew at that time about roofs is I lived under one. But I could see I have a problem. If it rains, water is going to get in. So um, now again, same thing as the painting in the gutters. If you and ladders don't get along, don't do this. And even if you do, have a buddy system. But if you feel reasonably competent, reasonably in health, not afraid of heights, you've got a buddy system, then hop up there. If you if you could see like a hole in your roof and you know where water is getting in, you can put anything across that, like metal, 
another shingle, anything, and use some some of that Flex Seal stuff you see on TV now. Man, at that time, I got a can of tar from uh, one of the big box stores, and I, I put some metal over that hole, gummed it up really good. It never did leak, and it, it held water tight until we replaced the roof shortly after that. So um, if you could see where there is a leak on siding or in the house, you know, from the roof, and there's a simple way that you, you can obviously see a simple way to stop it, then then stop that leak until someone who is more of an expert can can give a complete uh, permanent solution to that. So um, there you go. There's 10 things. Always be safe. Don't ever exceed what you believe your safety limitations are or health limitations. Always use a buddy system. You can always use a helper, and they learn how to do it too. But there's uh, There's probably a list of, you know, 50 more things you can do yourself at your home. But don't be afraid to learn. Start small. Make your mistakes in a small setting. Learn how to do whatever it is well, and then you can scale it up to take care of more parts of your home. Well, thanks so much for listening today to the Memphis Home Maintenance Show. Invite other people to listen in as well. They can listen for free. They can subscribe to free. Again, the address is memphishomemaintenanceshow.podbean.com. If you do need help with insurance claims or advice about an insurance roof claim, perhaps you need a free, honest roof inspection, or you would simply like a written bid for roof replacement or roof repair, call me, Ed Hill, Senior Consultant, Masters Roofing, Memphis, Tennessee, 901-359-4165. Well, thanks so much for listening in today. There's our music. we got to clear out of here. We'll look for you on the next one. And just enjoy your home and learn how to do more and more things to maintain your home. God bless. Have a great day.